Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes, and I'm very excited and grateful to have our guest today. For everyone, this is Chris Chapman. He is the co-founder of the Visit Travel app, and that's out of Charlotte, North Carolina. So Chris, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. What would you like the audience to know about the Visit Travel app? Yeah, no, Sean, appreciate you uh, you having me on and love talking offline with you for a little bit as well. Um, yeah, so the Visit Travel app, uh, two problems we solve. Uh, number one is the travel industry. There's about 195 countries in the world to visit, and there's about 184 million reviews on Yelp. So what we're doing is creating a travel platform, which only gives you reviews and suggestions related to the travel sector uh, from people you know and trust. So what we're doing is completely eliminating random reviews from Yelp, TripAdvisor, Google Reviews, et cetera, and only pushing content your way related to travel from friends, family, colleagues that you know, um, because there's numerous studies out there that say you would take a recommendation from a friend or a family member over a, a random person. So we're giving you that trusted related travel information. Um, we just launched our beta version. So super excited about that. Um, you know, we're three young founders doing this actually outside of the eight to five. So it was pretty rough to get it out, but we got it. Um, and we're actually launching on the App Store, um, hopefully at the, the early part of, uh, of 2022 to capitalize the spring travel. That's fantastic. Congratulations on your launch, first of all. But I love what you're doing. The, the industry has certainly, a lot of industries have certainly changed because of the peer review angle. That is something that most people didn't think about 20, 30 years ago. And uh, so it's been really neat to see that and to see young entrepreneurs such as yourself take advantage of it and make it something that helps uh, solve a problem and make a better experience for everybody. So congratulations on all of that. Thank you. Well, let's get started with our questions. We always start with the same question, which is we invite the guest to share a story of collaboration within a team. So I'll let you do that. Yeah. So essentially getting this travel app off the ground, um, it was me and a fellow co-founder Dakota who thought of the idea. Um, He's out of Charleston. I'm in Charlotte. So we were doing a significant amount of collaboration virtually calls, Zoom meetings. Uh, we would meet halfway actually between cities and have, you know, conversation strategy sessions on Saturday. Um, and then we brought on our technical co-founder and having this type of collaboration when we're all three in different locations. And this was even pre-COVID when it wasn't as normal to do these type of Zoom interactions. Um, and so we really collaborated together by having, you know, strict guidelines of, all right, let's talk every Wednesday, talk, let's meet every other Saturday. And so it was a lot of collaboration to, to really get our vision across and kind of build something from scratch. Cause it came from, you know, a notebook paper with just some notes to, you know, a functioning beta travel app. So that was a, a good kind of story of collaboration. You know, we had some, some arguments back and forth about let's not add this feature, let's add this feature, but Hey, that's really part of, of teamwork is kind of all, you know, working together for your common vision. Really great points that you brought out. We won't go back through all of them again. We can just let people hit rewind if they want, yeah. but Great comments about even the moments of debate and argument and uh, some some decision making that had to be made and how you went about it. So that's a great example. Thank you for sharing it. Question number two, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to measure engagement. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I definitely think that's true. And I think it's gotten a bit worse, too, with the whole hybrid remote work. Um, you know, I'm a big advocate for it um, because you do have a lot of flexibility, which I think is what employees love right now, especially with this whole great resignation that's happening. Um, but I also think that it's important to 
monitor what's happening, but not in a, a overwearing kind of big brother type of way. I think it's important to, to really just check in with the team and say, hey, you know, where are we at on these common goals that we set? And I think your team will naturally start to have a stronger work ethic towards those goals if you can, again, establish that common vision in place, making it seem like, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not working for you. I'm working with you as the leader who's giving me instruction on how to move the, the ball forward. Again, I'm not working for you. I'm working with you. And good leaders know how to instill that vision into their team, whether it's a VP that reports directly to the CEO or whether it's, you know, an entry level um, you know, sales representative. They know how to instill that vision through all levels of employment, which is huge. That's a really important point that you brought up, Chris, about vision and being able to instill that and inspire that vision for everybody on the team, regardless of their level and how their specific role impacts and hopefully for the better, uh, improves that vision. So that's a great comment. I love that. Question number three, based on your experience, what is one quality of a confident leader? Yeah, um, I really think it goes back to empathy um, because I think it's having that ability to connect with your employees on a deeper level, you know, not just walking into work and saying, you know, hey, Steve, how's that report coming? Hope you had a good weekend. But being able to have, you know, some empathy towards your employees, like, hey, I know you just had a baby. How's that going? I know you have these fitness goals. How's that going? And I think, again, being that leader that can be empathetic to just everyone's situation and relate to their situations is huge. Um, you know, I've worked for leaders in the past that have asked me about, you know, my personal financial goals or my fitness goals, and then not in kind of a um, uh, intrusive way saying, hey, I want to work with you to help you get these personal goals outside of your career goals. And I think employees are more adamant to work for those type of leaders if they know, hey, you know, this girl or guy that I'm reporting to doesn't just want me to succeed in the company, they want me to succeed in life in general. And, I, and that's someone I really want to get behind. Could not agree more. That's a great comment. Question number four, is there someone that you'd like to recognize that has had a positive influence or have made an impact in your life? Yeah. Um, so growing up, I um, you know lived in a subdivision with, with my family and this was about high school years. And just like a lot of other high schoolers, I was uh, kind of a punk kid. And uh, <laughs> I uh, ended up actually getting mentored indirectly by uh, uh, my dad's really good friend. Uh, he, he owned his own general contracting for, uh, company, very small shop. It was just him and a few other guys. But he really taught me, you know, they need to take the word fair out of the English dictionary. Um, and he really taught me kind of that raw work ethic mentality of, hey, like, if you want something, you have to put in the work to go get it. I mean, he, he had a pretty nice boat. Remember one day he pointed to his boat and he said, hey, you know how you get one of those? And I thought he was going to go on a huge elaboration of like strategy. And he's like, you work hard, you put your head down and you make it happen. And that he was that type of guy. And uh, that's really stuck with me ever since, because I think, especially in today's time, it's so easy to put the blame on someone else. Like, oh, I didn't do this because of excuse A, B, C, D, E. Uh, but I go back to what he said, hey, you need to take fair out of the English dictionary, because at the end of the day, life, life's really not fair. And you just got to keep putting in the work to make, make life happen for yourself. Love that. That's a great mentor that you've had that really yeah. helped instill a really important function and uh, a uh, an attitude that, that we all need to have, which is, hey, you've got to work hard to get what you want. I love that. All right. Well, our last question. Tell us a little bit about your first job. Yep. So I was a cashier at a grocery store by the name of uh, Harris Teeter, which um, for those listeners on the Southeast, you're, you're definitely familiar with that grocery store chain. Um, but yeah, it was great. Um, 
learned a lot about interacting with people um, because I mean, you're scanning a hundred people to 200 people a day of their groceries. And, and you got to think too, these cashiers are dealing with, you know, guys like you and I, Sean, who are very personable and nice and love talking to people, but they're also dealing with people who are rude, who don't like what's going on. So at an early age of 16, I learned how to interact with people who are positive, who are negative, who are angry. Um, and even a couple of times I'd work late at night, you know, 9, 10 PM. Sometimes we didn't have a customer service manager on file. And I'm like trying to put out fires as a 16 year old. So I think that's probably, you know, if you're, if you're a younger kid, you know, around the 15 to 18 year old range, I would suggest honestly working as a cashier because that, that can really teach you a lot about empathy, humility, um, building relationships with people. And at the time I didn't, I didn't see it. I was like, man, it's just a job to get what, like $8 an hour. This is great uh, in high school. But now I'm looking back, I'm like, wow, I learned so many kind of foundational levels at an early age because of that job. I love that. And that's part of the reason why I asked this particular question, because for me, it's, it's, uh, it's, first of all, it's interesting to hear what kind of jobs people have had, but I've said this many times in different episodes that if a, if a young person can get in the service industry, any kind of service industry, whether it's grocery store, restaurant, hospitality, whatever it is, and be in that service industry, they are going to learn a lot about how to interact with people and help mold that entrepreneurial spirit because when they're thinking about customers and customer service and all of that later on. So great right. comments. I really appreciate that. And Chris, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Yep. Uh, two best avenues would be LinkedIn. Um, you can just type in Chris Chapman. And then if you want to put the location of Charlotte, I'll come up. And then uh, Instagram is Chris Chap Chap. Um, and actually at the moment for the entire month of November and the first half of December, I'm just doing free uh, 30 minute coaching calls with whomever would love to click the, the bio um, in my Instagram. It's free 30 minutes. Um, reason being is I've just had a had an amazing year, um, you know, financially and business wise. And I'm just trying to give back um, the best I can by giving out some free value out there to anyone who wants a, a free coaching session. Well, that's very generous of you. Thank you so much, especially after having such a great year. It's great for you to be willing to give back. So I love that. Thank so you. Definitely, people, take advantage of that opportunity to have a good chat with Chris, and he'll take good care of you. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. And we also invite you to subscribe to the audio version on any podcast platform, as well as the video version on YouTube. Thanks so much for joining us. We wish everybody a great day.